strongly encourage you to keep your plans simple. If you are running a smaller business, if you are a solopreneur, don't go crazy with all kinds of goals. Don't make 15 to 20 goals for the year. Have a very strong, aligned, simple strategy. Advice I've been giving a lot of clients is to focus on reducing friction inside and outside of your company. BizQuick Podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Welcome back to Biz Quickie. It is Thursday, November 17th, and we are rolling through this week, heading rapidly towards that beautiful holiday season between Thanksgiving and New Year's when everyone is in such a grand mood, stress levels are high, and people are overspending their budgets. That is the American way, and it sucks, but that's what most people do. Today, we're going to talk about your 2023 strategy. Hugely important for any entrepreneur, whether you have employees or not, is understanding what it is that you're going to do in the coming year. 2023 is going to be a really good year for small business owners, for entrepreneurs. I think this is our year. I feel like 2022 was good in terms of businesses starting to pick back up, entrepreneurs really starting to hit their stride and recognize that there was so much opportunity out there. And now we get to roll into 2023 with a little bit of momentum. And ideally, you have a plan for what you're going to do. I strongly encourage you to keep your plans simple. If you are running a smaller business, if you are a solopreneur, don't go crazy with all kinds of goals. Don't make 15 to 20 goals for the year. Have a very strong, aligned, simple strategy. Advice I've been giving a lot of clients is to focus on reducing friction inside and outside of your company. Let's talk about that one because I love this particular goal because I believe reduced friction is a very strong indicator of being able to increase your revenue. And by reduce friction, I mean make it easier for people to do business with you. I will give you one example. We have a master services agreement for SB Pace and Certivium. And that master services agreement, our attorney, he created an 11-page master services agreement. And for the longest time in our business, I wasn't the one who managed contracts. That was Corey when he was still with the business. And so he would send the contract out. He would get it signed. And I don't think we had a lot of friction from clients, but we did a few times. I can remember somebody coming back and saying, yeah, I need this part changed or I don't like this. And then once I started taking it over, I noticed that there were a few key areas where people were consistently unhappy with what was written in the MSA. So I 
talked to a new attorney, a different attorney. She is a friend of mine here in the Richmond area. Her name is Robin Frost. And I said, Robin, can you take a look at our MSA? And she read it and she said, it's aggressive. (laughs) It's really aggressive. And it's not very client friendly, which listen, you don't have to have an MSA that's client friendly. But for our business to align with our brand, I feel like we do. I also feel like I want some humor in our contract because that aligns with our brand. Not everything has to be so serious. This isn't a funeral. This is a business. This is us helping other people grow their business, expand their business. So we rewrote the entire MSA and it's got funny headers. It is wickedly sharp. It actually is more equally favorable. So it's not aggressive to our clients anymore. It is now a contract that makes it easier for people to do business with us. They read that contract and they will read it because it is loaded with good stuff. That contract becomes easier for people to do business with us. It reduced friction. And that's what I wanted to do. I want it to be easy for people to give us their money. And that's what every business should want. The main goal that I've been giving our clients that I'm helping with strategic planning for 2023 is truly look at your business and find ways to reduce friction. Look at every single part of your business and figure out, first look externally, anything that's client facing, because you always want to reduce friction for your clients or your customers first, and then turn inwardly and look at what you can do internally to make things easier for your team and for the company overall. And that will ultimately also have a direct impact on your customers or clients because any friction removed makes things easier. Reduce friction in the hiring process. Reduce friction in the way that your website works, all of those things. So make it easier for prospective customers or clients to do business with you and for existing customers and clients to continue to do business with you. That is a huge one. Typically what I would say is identify all of the areas in your business where you have a customer touch point and then find ways to reduce that friction and break that down into quarterly goals. Whether it's you, your team, or somebody externally that's helping you execute on them, there's opportunity there and opportunity leads to improvement if you can execute on it correctly. Another goal that I always like to take is looking at where do we want to focus on giving back to the community? What charity do we want to focus on and identifying that and how do we want to support that charity. That's important for us. We've picked a really good charity in 2022, Better Together, which is a charity, local charity here in Richmond that helps sick kids and their families. And figuring out, do we want to continue to support that charity in 2023 or do we want to find a different charity? So we'll have that conversation. This is the first time in the history of having a business that I didn't take a revenue goal. I didn't say I want to increase top line revenue or bottom line revenue by X percent. And the reason that I didn't take a revenue goal is because I strongly believe that just by reducing friction and some of the other goals that we've taken, that it will 
directly impact our top line revenue, bottom line revenue. So I did not take a goal in that area. Very weird for me. It feels a little uncomfortable, but it feels like the right thing to do. So I'm not going to focus on that. But what I do is define the big buckets of goals that I want to accomplish, the things that align directly with our mission, with our core values, and with the things that we're trying to accomplish as a business, identify those goals, and then break them up into quarterly goals, divide them out across the year so that they get completed in full. We've got some really big, exciting things that we're going to be focused on in 2023. And I can't wait to start to devolve them into smaller bite-sized goals that we can accomplish working with some other people in terms of partnerships that we want to execute on and finding ways to build our brand awareness while also flipping the current way that people look at coaching on its head. That is one of the biggest things that I want to do in 2023. I do not like the coaching industry. I do not like it at all. And I believe there has to be a better way to do it. So I am on a mission to uncover that in 2023 and to roll out something new and very strategic to the world. I'm excited about that. And then there are a lot of things that will continue, but we'll also really look to stop doing things. That'll be a big part of 2023. What can we stop doing? So as you look at 2023 and the things that you want to accomplish, what kind of goals are you looking at taking? How are you deciding what goals to take? Taking a revenue goal? Totally cool. Always. This is the first year, like I said, that I haven't done it. But figuring out what is that goal? And I like to take stretch goals. I'm totally okay with having a goal and not completely hitting that goal, but coming close. I like stretch goals. I love them. It makes me work harder. It makes me push further. So I don't beat myself up when I don't hit a goal that I've set. I beat myself up or really get frustrated if I set a goal and then I don't take any action towards it. That's why it's so important to literally sit down and spend time devoted to building a strategy because building that strategy will help you to figure out how you're going to decompose those goals into actionable steps for you and if you have a team, everybody on your team. Everybody should participate in it. We actually have a week-long strategy session coming up in December for me and the team to roll through everything we're going to do and get everything laid out and positioned for the new year. It's one of my favorite things to do. I've always done it every place I've ever been, whether I was leading a team or I was leading the business. That's what we do. And it sets everybody up for success. It gives you an opportunity to reset what it is that's important. Make sure that everything you're working on ladders up to your ultimate mission as a company and it gives you the opportunity to reconnect with your team over the things that are really important. We also take a look first at what do we do in, in the current year that didn't go well? What went well? Where were our wins? Where were our losses? What do we need to stop doing immediately? And we also look at the SWOT analysis because that's a huge part of building a strategy is really understanding your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So we update our SWOT analysis 
all of that goes into the 2023 strategic planning that we're going to be doing. Curious how you're doing it. Do you do it? Do you need help with it? You have questions on strategic planning. And it's one of my favorite things in business to do. So if you've got questions, let me know. Reach out. You can connect with me on social media. You can connect with me directly at julie at sbpace.com. Please don't send me a pitch. Please don't send me a pitch to sell me something. I don't need to be sold to. But I would love to hear from you. And honestly, I would really appreciate if you liked the show, subscribed, share it out with people. I'm grateful for all of you that are listening, but let's get more people involved in the conversation. Send me your thoughts, send me your questions, and let's roll on. We've got Thanksgiving coming up next week, so enjoy this weekend, and I will see you all on Tuesday where we're going to talk about managing priorities.